back to my childhood and speaking of my childhood Henry wasn't there um, but I feel like when I met Henry we were both kids at heart we were. <laughs> we were. We were, indeed. We were scarcely more than a glint in our mother's eye. Yes, indeed. Or Henry Feldman is here. He, uh, he is here to talk about meat. What was your um, first meat as a uh, documentary uh, that kind of takes you to um, the very essence of the industry, um, of three farmers, uh, one hunter, um, the things that we've kind of lost connections with uh, now as an, uh, an, yeah. a, a, a country full of, of urbanites, you know. We, we, but um, what is your role within the film? I need to know this. I haven't asked. Well, um, I work with David White, the director, a lot, uh, and I am by trade a writer. Yes. I do a lot of writing. Um, and the f I was many things over the course of the film. Uh, one of the big things of course with getting any film off the ground is getting money yes I, I, I write a pretty compelling pitch document <laughs> um, we got in touch with uh, the producer of one of the producers of Grizzly Man like Werner Herzog's producer Bill Pfeffer yes and wrote some stuff for him and he got very excited and then he helped the film commission get excited uh, and I did a lot of, and there's a lot of writing as anybody who's put um, got a film off, off the ground knows and yes. then it being a documentary there's less sort of um, I guess like uh, explicit writing inside yes. it but there's a lot of um, connective tissue inside a documentary where you're writing um, helping helping construct voiceovers in order to bridge between various elements mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and also I just did a lot of um, development work on the ideas um, how we were actually going to put the thing together narratively because it's a I mean, although it's a story about meat it's really a story about the people yes. engaged in that industry, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, and its various its various aspects. Yes, well, yes, you are following uh, four different people um, right. uh, that farm in four different ways. With well, three of them are farmers. Yeah, we were trying well, to cover the whole farmer. spectrum, really. Yes. We were trying to we were trying to starting with you know this a, a guy running uh, a pig farm that produces something like two hundred thousand ton of pork a year. Mm -hmm. Um, so serious, like Massive me mechanized amounts. pig farming. Yeah. Um, and and we're also looking at a guy who this wonderful character called Barry, who runs a who's a retired school chemistry teacher who runs um, a uh, a battery well not a battery chicken farm but a, like a um, barn. sort of a, a free range in barn um, chicken farm producing something along the lines of um, I think pushing towards a million chickens a year. Yep. For the Chinese market. Yes. Then we looked at uh, a, a woman who was more or less single-handedly running her own um, sh uh, sheep farm. Yeah. And then we walked. We, we followed a guy called Josh, through um, who was a huntsman who sourced his the meat for his family entirely himself with his gun on you know multi-day in a m mountain hunting missions so yeah. yeah which are quite exciting and fun uh if you're into that kind of thing now interestingly you didn't go down the beef uh the sorry the uh the dairy side of things was that something that you felt had uh, been covered a lot in this nation already and didn't really need to be told or or it's not quite as exciting i guess uh, it's like get up at six, uh, uh, go to go back home, get get out there again at six. Well, we were, what we were trying to do really with the film is cover as much ground as possible, as mm. many different styles of farming. And really, when you look at sort of industrialized, um, like the the sheep farming, and the even even the pig farming, there are elements of 
those sorts of things in dairy farming as well. Yeah. So if you want to tell a, like a broader story, we had to um, we had to look a little further, um, and we were looking at meat specifically, whereas cows, you know, it's, it's as much about the milk as it is about the um, the flesh. Uh, so we just we yeah, it was, but it was mainly around getting a telling a, a bigger story. Mm. Yeah. As I was saying before, you know, we're, we're a primary prog- produce nation, but, you know, over the last 30 totally. years, urbanization, has, uh, the urban drift, as they call it. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah I mean, so um, we've been, and like, we've been detached from the source of our food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yet, like as a writer, I, one of the I, things I find interesting is that um, I would say in the past ten years, at least a quarter of the writing work I've been doing, if not more, had some probably more probably close to half had some connection to the primary produce sector. Well, you've been working with David quite a bit though, and he has done quite a few of these things. That's of true. these things, yeah, yeah, that's true. He's, he's sort of made a name for himself in that kind of um, New Zealand agricultural documentary realm. Um, he makes very very beautiful films and mm-hmm. they're always centered on people and that's his, his go his go-to um if anything goes wrong you two can at least fall back on country calendar i feel yeah i mean there's probably a long and beautiful uh in a future for us <laughs> right there right, right there right there this show will but, never but die but you're totally right i mean this 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 film is a reaction against that kind of urban drift and the detachment we have from our food sources but at the same time, it's a reaction against all those films which put a really hard agenda forward. Like, you know, all the yeah, films like Super Size Me or yeah. that, sugar, that Sugar Film or any of those movies which really are out there to basically tell you what to think. Yeah. We didn't want to do that. We weren't interested in putting thoughts in people's head. We wanted to just sort of present a world. We, we don't think eating meat is wrong. We didn't want to stop people eating meat. We just wanted ourselves to know to look into the universe behind it because we thought it was fascinating and the reasons that people are engaged mm-hmm. in these industries are fascinating mm-hmm. like, how does a guy who runs a, you know, a massive um, um, modern high-tech pig farm think how does he yep. and he's and he's a fascinating guy to hear speak about his job which is to raise and then slaughter you know thousands and thousands of animals <laughs> Um, but the way, and, and, and in that sense, there's a lot of really interesting stuff about the human relationship to to, um, to mortality in the film. Yep. Oh. Yep, I get that completely. And um, I mean, what were your, some of what were some of your favourite bits in the film, Jamie Green? Uh, what were some of my favourite bits in the film? <laughs> what, 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 what stuck with you? Uh, what stuck with me? Well, you know, the thing for me is, as an ex-freezing worker, right? You yeah, know, and a person that worked in that industry for um, you know a good three or four years. Um, there's nothing that really took me back. I, I think um, for for but people think there is a, de- a detachment between the um, the person that works the farm and the animals themselves, and they just see them as another number. But um, that's not necessarily true. But but then again, it kind of is. You know, I think there's a really interesting tension there. Yeah, that, 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 that's precisely what we're looking at. These people, um, even this dude um, running his pig farm, they care for their animals. Yeah, um, and he's he gets quite deep into why he thinks he's actually giving them a good life, and it's really and it's, and it's fascinating to hear. But we don't go we don't go diving into the freezing work side of things. No, no, more, you it's don't. More like the actual production live animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're having a, a preview tonight. In Dunedin at the Rialto at 6.15 for you to come along and see and hear the director talk. Also hear some very uh, 
interesting and intelligent people. A speaker from the university, our very own Aaron Hawkins, oh. vegetarian extraordinaire, yeah, yeah, to yeah. basically reflect on the film and the kind of um, well, Aaron's from a farm as well. He is indeed. All the many issues that um, it looks at sort of it's, it's sort of prize open everything that's sort of behind the supermarket shelves eh? well that's right and that's what it's all about really isn't it and and i think you know not too much of what we really see about um farming is um you know pollution from dairy uh and then you've got uh, pig crates and caged chickens um coming out from peta and you only see these terrible uh, dehumanizing um you know uh, uh, horrible sides right, of an industrial right. farm but really there are people there and there are stories to tell uh, and there are reasons why they do it I mean a retired science teacher yeah. going to farm chickens and like you see images of him like picking up his little chicks and putting them in there and yeah. they look, look quite yeah. cute it and quaint like, you might not think that's absolutely fascinating but until you meet this guy oh, I want to know more really about Jill will. Oh my god, amazing ex-cop turned sheep <laughs> farmer, solitary woman on the land. Um, really just sort of like a weird New Zealand trope turned upside down. Yeah. Um, uh, fascinating woman who actually, like to be honest, provided a lot of material for a character that we put into our next film. <laughs> oh, really? she's, she's so great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But because, you know, uh, reading a little bit and whatnot, it's just, you know, I mean seems like a little bit conspiracy theorist type yeah, yeah backwater farm oh uh, when she when she starts talking about like how if she was on a plane and there was terrorists on the plane <laughs> you know she wouldn't just be sitting there she'd be but like you know but at the same time you can see that she's genuinely concerned to fly anywhere because of the, the, the threat of terrorism um and yet she's just like competent to the nth degree in her own world in her yeah. own universe yeah um and you know she's out there birthing lambs and things mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and is like is a fabulous and fascinating figure and that's the thing i mean this is more uh, this is a lot about those those characters and i think you've you've, you've a sense of search to find those characters and you found them and it's it's uh, worked it took out, a long time yeah it took a long time and, and not just a long time to find the perfect characters but just a long time to get people to actually do this because it's so in-depth and so up and close and personal yeah. in their lives and, and and some people find it very controversial what they're doing um so put, for them to put themselves out there the way they have yeah. especially in terms of chicken farm and the the uh, pork because i mean uh, pig farming is is very controversial in this country um so documentary making is all about cultivating relationships with yeah. your subjects uh and like david visited ian maybe you know eight or nine times over the course of two years and stayed with him and really got to know him and, 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 and on his pig farm yeah yeah perhaps he was a cocky himself or grew up on a farm i'm, I'm, does, I'm assuming he didn't have that big shaggy hair when he did that <laughs> no that, that's, that, came, that came later yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> if he came to the farm oh me at a ch- nah f- off you go on your bike <laughs> on your bike <laughs> back, back to 1973 <laughs> yeah, that's right you wanker i hate trees um <laughs> and I, I and i guess just before we go one other thing is like okay, it must show the, the pressure to put cheap meat on the table uh, at their end, because really all the money is in the processing of an animal, and and, and people think, um, for the most part, um, these farmers are making millions of dollars, and it's not necessarily true. No, no. Um, I, without want going on, on too much of a limb, if you read between the lines of the film, there is a, like, there is a villain, but it's it's nobody on that screen. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And oh yeah, this is a and let alone when they get to talk about like the waste that that involves as well. You know, that potentially up to like thirty, to, like thirty to forty percent of meat is wasted. Like, oh yeah, it's 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 fucking insane. Oh yeah, it's a um, it's a massive amounts. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, and get a worm just, farm. Yeah, a bit of vermiculture. Get in there, guys. <laughs> That's right. I used to work in one of those too. Industrial you worm farm. In a worm farm. Yeah, an industrial worm farm. It was huge. And now here we are at Radio One. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it was so hard to lasso the bastards. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, riding, riding that Bronco just doesn't have the same fucking cachet. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> it's not moving. Uh, anyway, um, six fifteen tonight at the Rialto. Yeah. Come and see an amazing film. Mature about audience your, about your life because you probably eat meat, and if you don't. You'll learn a lot of stuff too. That's right. I think it's 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 there for everybody. Um, you know, you're a vegan, and uh, you know you're living by whatever your principle is. But it's good to know the other side of what's going on, and and, and these people because you probably think they're all evil bastards as well. Uh, no, but they're actually just humans. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. there's a much larger story to, to to see there. I should also mention that it's an M. Like we actually we were quite consciously making a film that everybody can see, like, yeah. you, like that a family can come and then watch, go home and have a discussion about. Um, their lives, their, their place in the world, and the meat they're eating, and then eat some meat, like I still do. Mmm, lots of it. I had some salami already today for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Henry. Always a pleasure, never a chore, my friend. It is now quarter to the hour of nine. Go along to meet tonight at Rialto, quarter past six.